Is your summer a free-for-all, super structured, or a mixture of both? How do we balance relaxation with our responsibilities? Today, we talk about ideas for creating a structure for your summer built around prayer, play, work, and relationships. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to Life Beyond the Chariot, a faith and family series from the St. Philip Institute. We believe we are called to not only know, but also to live the truth of the gospel within our homes, in our workplaces, and beyond. We believe we are invited to encounter Christ in the messiness of day-to-day life and to live as his disciples. Hello, friends. Welcome back. Uh, We hope that your summer is going well. How are you doing, Mickey? I'm doing pretty good, actually. um, Had a great weekend um, with family and friends and... Uh, my house is kind of in disorder. We have lots of laundry. I think we talk about that on yeah. every episode. But <laughs> other good. than that, life is really good. What nice. about you? Good. We have uh, 16 chickens in our life now. <laughs> I am so proud of you because there was one point when you're like, I'm never, I'm never having chickens. <laughs> it's, yeah, this is a new phase in my life. I'm not really sure <laughs> what this means. But yeah, we got 16 little baby chicks in the mail um, a week ago. And now we have chickens and I am processing this and it was my husband's initiative, but it'll add some excitement to our summer for sure. Maybe by the end of the year, we'll have some eggs like, yeah. That's awesome. Now are your kids loving it? (laughs) Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. My husband built the chicken coop and everything. So it'll be a family project for sure. So I'm, I'm excited. So I'm the mother of four and I have 16 chickens. This is who I am now. <laughs> but we are we're excited to have just another conversation. Um, we have a Facebook group now, yep. uh, which is really exciting. We've had a lot of people join and just a place for us to have these conversations and follow up on episodes. So we encourage you to join those. Um, of course, like and subscribe, um, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. That just makes this more accessible to other mm-hmm. people. But we also want to hear from you. Uh, so yeah, join on in the conversation. And today we are talking about keeping Satan out of your summer. <laughs> yes. Well, I know summer is one of those things that is really tricky. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I've been able to experience summer break in different capacities. Yeah. Uh, I was a working mom for 11 years. Uh, and I was a teacher, though, which was amazing. I mean, during the year, it was kind of stressful. Mm-hmm. But I was off when the kids were off. We got to enjoy our summer. Um, when I moved here, I was not a teacher, so it was like working through the summer. So it was two years ago was really, or three years ago was my first experience of not having a summer break. Mm. Um, and my husband was working and I would say that that was probably really, really stressful. It wasn't probably really stressful. It was really stressful, (laughs) um, because that was hard. And I don't know if it's just because I was used to having a summer break, like being with my kids and then now like. What am I? What am I going to do with my kids? Right. Um, that was really stressful to me, and then now I'm a homeschool mom, and so my summer now looks just exactly like my school year, mm-hmm. but that stress of like, what am I going to do with my kids, um, isn't there? So I feel like I've been able to experience summer in these different ways, uh, but really, my heart does go out to working parents when they don't have someone who can stay with the kids and trying to figure that out. Yeah, so, that can be challenging. Yeah. We're very fortunate. My husband is a teacher, so he's home with the kids um, 
all summer and they're having lots of adventures, but I'm able to kind of be flexible with my schedule too. But yeah, and I think what we're what we're talking about today is like structuring your summer well, because I know that sounds kind of extreme, like keeping Satan out of your summer. <laughs> but um, I think we've all probably heard the phrase um, idleness is or what is it? Idleness is the can be the devil's playground. Mm-hmm. Um, an idle mind is the devil's workshop. Idle lips are his mouthpiece. Um, that's from Proverbs. Um, so this idea of there being a structure. So I think our conversation can be really helpful, not only for moms, and we're always going to speak from a mom's perspective because that's who we are. That's what we're living. <laughs> that's what we're living. That's the reality. But this idea of having a structure to your schedule, not that it has to be super rigid, because I, I have met moms who are like, we're going to do an activity every day. <laughs> we're going to do summer <laughs> camp all the time. And not saying that those things are not, good they are good but there's this like balance between resting well but also having a proper structure because i think when we get too relaxed it's really easy to stop um including things like prayer mm-hmm. and the eucharist like going to mass especially yeah. during the summer months like it can we can get a little too comfortable with not including those things because i think during the school year there's a structure there's like a rhythm to right. the day and when you don't have that rhythm it's difficult so yeah so how do we do this well Mickey well and I think too before we sort of talk about how to do it well just kind of realizing that um there is some danger in sort of the idleness of summer or Mm. I guess people's view on what summer is meant to be Mm. right and so maybe just examining that for ourselves like okay what do we want out of the summer like do we encounter summer as um a respite from like productivity or responsibility Mm -hmm. and if we do I don't know if you feel the same way, but I would say that there's definitely danger there. Um, if we're like, ah, uh, going to significantly reduce responsibilities right. that I have um, and just have lots of carefree timelessness, I'm not really sure if I'm a fan of that. And mm-hmm. I, I don't really think it's good for kids, especially if they're young. If yeah. they've been on a structure, uh, like a schedule, yeah. um, pretty rigid schedule for eight months, nine mm-hmm. months, and mm-hmm. then now it's like a free for all yeah as a teacher when my students got back to school it was so hard to get them back into okay yeah Yeah. um yes we actually have to do things and you have responsibilities (laughs) and i'm not saying yeah yeah. um so i again um and i know we're going to talk a little bit about temperance but it is finding that balance Mm -hmm. because we all need rest and i know we talked about self-care and and taking care of ourselves but i also am a a huge believer that summertime can can give us extra time to look over those things in our lives that we don't really have as much time for during the school year. Mm-hmm. So for example, like relationships, you're able to spend a little bit more time together um, instead of homework every night. Maybe you can do a game night, like just that relationship building. So again, I think it's uh, I think it would be worth a family conversation of sitting down yeah. like with your spouse, with your kids. Like, what do we want out of this summer? Yeah. So what are our responsibilities? Because we can't shirk those off. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do we hope? Like, what are some fun things that we hope to accomplish? And just have a fun brainstorming session with your family. Because yeah. you may be wanting to take your kids on a really big vacation. They're like, I just want to go to the zoo. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right. And so just... Laying all that out, I think, is really helpful, but also knowing what what is your mission for the summer. Yeah. I think it's important to have one. 
it almost sounds like there needs to be like these almost like these pillars that we have or like the Mm non-negotiables of summer like we're going to we're going to have prayer as part of it and that may look different because I know like during the school year when we're driving to school like me and the kids we always pray together as we're driving we do our litany of saints and um, and intentions and things like that but it's like okay we're not driving to school right now so where are we doing our morning prayer um, we know that mass needs to be part of our weekly routine and perhaps there's an opportunity for daily mass where that's not a normal part of um, of our weeks during the school year um, but I guess even thinking like okay even outside of family life just as an individual what are those things that you need to be a good human, right? Mm -hmm. Like balance mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Um, How am I growing in those areas? So how are, like, what is the structure to the day? Like what are those core things um, that we want to make sure are part of every single day? Um, Am I getting enough rest? Am I including prayer? Um, But also like what am I going to do with my extra time? So it seems like those are the types of things that we're... Yeah. Looking at, yeah. Well, and I would say absolutely look at the four things that you talked about, mm-hmm. like spiritually, physically, uh, emotionally, and like intellectually. Mm-hmm. So I would say these should be like your four pillars, right? Because mm-hmm. you're caring for your whole person and um, the body and soul of everyone else in the family. And so I would say that those would be your four pillars. Mm-hmm. Um, and how your family decides to structure that, because I know we have some working parents where both parents work, some stay at home, one with uh, with family around, like extended family. So it might look differently, but say every day we need to feed our body, mm-hmm. we need to feed our soul, uh, we need to feed our mind, and we need to feed our relationships. And so how how are we going to do that? So I'm terrible with a rigid structure. The only reason it worked when I was at school, like a teacher, is because someone else was telling me, <laughs> okay, you're, no, 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 your class has to move on and you have to get ready for the next <laughs> class. As a mom who's trying to create that at my house, that's mm-hmm. something that I really struggle with. But what I try to do is like we have a routine. So like what does our morning routine look like? And if our morning routine is going to take um, taking care of our body, right, brushing our teeth, getting dressed, eating breakfast, taking care of our soul, um, we have a little morning prayer around the dinner table. Um, and then what do we do after that? So before they get any sort of of their own sort of alone time, they do have to fulfill their responsibility. So is there a chore that needs to be done? Um, Is there a relationship that needs to be worked on? After we take care of those four like things, absolutely have some free time, right? Because that is really important. But I'm like, "Mm." I mean, I'll tell my kids, nope, you can't treat your brother like that and then just go have free time. Yeah, (laughs) You know, you can't treat family that way Mm -hmm. and then just run off and have your own time. Like if you need a break to calm down and then come back and mend this relationship or let's handle this problem. But so I'm a, and I don't know if this is the right mentality to have. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, if if you're not taking care of those things, Mm -hmm. then you're not just going to sit down and like have screen time, have screen time or watch a movie or um, even read. My kids love reading books, but that has, which I'm sure some parents be like, that's amazing. (laughs) But it's becoming a place where even that's getting ahead of other responsibilities. Like we're a family and we have to help each other out, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, that has, so sometimes I have to actually ground them from books, which (laughs) 
probably sounds ridiculous. No, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. No, I like that emphasis on relationships because I think during the summer you do have this unique time of togetherness. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that can be a lot of togetherness or it can it can be overwhelming even even for the kids um because like with my kids they go to two different schools so the fact that they're all together gives them more time to find things to find about mm-hmm. um but i like that that intentionality about okay we need to make sure that we have right relationship with each other and then like encouraging them to play together and and whatnot but before moving on to something else like let's fix what's going on there yeah, because I think it's important. And that's one of the things that I've realized now as a um, just finishing up our first year of homeschool is that my kids were never around each other as much as they are now. Mm. And watching how their relationships have played out, I'm like, okay, I need to help them really work on sibling relationships because, and I would say that that's a responsibility, but it's also a good and it feeds our soul. And when we talk about having a mission for the summer, like I think we should look at the things that we're already doing, right? I'm already a wife, I'm already a mom, and those are part of my mission. And so, okay, I need to be doing something with that. Yeah. Well, my kids, they are sons and daughters and they are brothers and sisters. So are they, even though they're young, are they fulfilling their role as a brother and sister and trying to help them learn that, yeah, you do have a responsibility to your siblings, that you have a responsibility to this family. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to lie, it takes a lot of self-discipline and work and effort to help them work on their sibling relationships because there's a lot of quarreling and fighting. And sometimes like, sometimes I want to be fine. You're grounded from your book, but I don't care. Go read your book. I would just Just separate, go to your corner. But I have to fight, I have to fight the urge to do that. I'm like, no, we really need to, we need to work on this. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would say that summer is a great time to work on that, especially if your kids are going to be together a little bit more. Right. Right. And encouraging fun. Like that's, Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, summer fun. And I don't think we're saying like you have to have this rigid schedule that is only the rosary and reading and prayer and and all of that. Mm -hmm. Like those are great things to include, but having fun together, I'm realizing that as an adult having fun or like playing with my kids is actually very challenging because it's, because I'm very tempted to look at like all the things that need to be done or looking around the room like, okay, there's a pile of laundry over there or I need to clean this up or encourage them. But having fun with each other as a family um like my husband loves making up games with the kids and (laughs) i just like i i don't have that gift but he yeah i guess i i wonder like what gift of the holy spirit that is like being able to to enjoy each other um and again getting back to like resting well but having intentional relationship building like you Mm -hmm. were saying um, that that means having fun together, and sometimes that's gonna look like a movie night or having a pajama day. Like, yeah. definitely not anti pajama day. I'm a big fan, <laughs> big fan. Um, but I but I love the opportunity to to have fun together because Jesus totally would do that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And I've I've noticed that a little bit more that my kids they do crave more. Like it'll be nine o'clock in the morning. And they're like, can we play a game? And sometimes I'd be like, okay, we'll push back this morning routine thing. We'll play a game, have some relationship building. Or sometimes they'll say, you know what? There's two loads of laundry. Let's spend 10 minutes. And we're going to do our 10-minute crazy cleanup. 
and you guys do that well for 10 minutes, we will play the game right after mm-hmm. we finish. And that, the fact that that motivates them because they want to play a game with mom, it's actually really heartwarming and sometimes they're not moving as fast. And yeah. so I've had to be like, I have had to start caring as much. Um, like, well, if you guys can't do this for 10 minutes, then we're just going to have to wait to play the game. Um, and But they're learning. Like, again, it is a slow process, but right. they're learning. So if I say, yep, 10 minutes, then they know that I mean like, okay, we need to give mom 10 minutes of our best, and then she'll sit down and play a game for 30 minutes. Right. So, yeah, I think it's just kind of laying that out and laying out expectations that we have for our mm-hmm. kids. And sometimes there can be that challenge, like, I don't want to give my kids too many responsibilities because they've been at school and it's, you know, we want to give them a vacation. Mm-hmm. But I also think, Two months worth of vacation for children is not necessarily right the best thing. <laughs> right, and going back to that idea of structure, um, and when we were talking about you know having this conversation, mm-hmm. part of this came from um, Father Bolin. Um, shout out to Father Bolin at St. Jude and Gun Barrel. Um, he came up with this like summer rule of life. This really like a a worksheet that you could work Mm -hmm. through to really define like, okay, what is my schedule going to look like? Like what are those non-negotiables for every day? And this is for everyone, whether you have children or not thinking through like, okay, what are the, how am I going to grow in my spiritual life? Like what are the things I'm going to read? What are the things I'm going to pray? When am I going to do those? And I think that is a, that's a really nice discipline to have because again, even, even if you're working full time, there is a, there is something a little bit different about the summer months where you, there is, hopefully, <laughs> there is more time for relaxation um, or when you're going on vacation or whatever to be very intentional about, okay, we're going out of town, we're going to Florida, we're going to Mass. Like, where are we going to do that? Um, how am I going to incorporate, um, you know, this spiritual reading? Um, how am I going to build relationships with people around mm-hmm. me? Like, I'm not, I'm not isolated from others or... Um, but how am I, how am I participating in my community? But this whole idea of like actually writing that down. And, um, I think on his sheet, he has like from 5 a.m. to like <laughs> yeah. 9 p.m. or something. And I'm not doing a whole lot at 5 a.m. over the summer, <laughs> but to be honest, but some so you people, don't want me to call you at five. Please don't, please don't. But, um, this idea of being intentional, because mm-hmm. I think that's what happens in the summer is it, we can get really comfortable in that, that rest and not saying again, like not saying that you shouldn't rest over the summer and that you should take a break from some of the um, the rigidness of the schedule that we experience during the school year. But like doing that well, because when we're not intentional with our time, mm-hmm. other things can slip in. And I notice this even with within myself. I mean, I see it within my kids. Like some of my kids, they thrive on a schedule where, and we notice this during COVID. I know we've talked about that mm-hmm. in other episodes, but during lockdown, um, they they missed having kind of a rhythm to the day and including that um, even during the summer months, like we're going to get up at a certain time or by a certain time, we're going to have prayer at this time, we're going to have reading or like how are they how are they growing as, as human beings? How am I growing as a person over the summer? I know it's different because we work, um, but like how am I being intentional with the extra time that we've been given? Because it can't all be spent on Netflix and Hulu. Right. Like, as tempting as that is sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I was reading a quote. It says, um, couch potatoes vegetate but never blossom and fur- flourish. Ooh. You know, oh, it's man. the idea of like we don't want to create like couch potatoes or right. social media potatoes, you know. Right. Um, where they're just sitting there. We want our children to blossom and flourish right. and 
I, I totally interrupted you. No, that. you're fine. Sorry. You're fine. But I, I do think we have to give our kids a clear sense of mission. And I think letting yeah. them have a say in what y'all's family mission for the summer is. Uh, and I, we are going to get into a little bit more like practical things, but I do want to mention this story because I think it's really important. Mm-hmm. And I was just listening to this um, maybe a few weeks ago with the Bible in a year. Oh, yeah. It was a story about King David, and we all know the, the grave sin that he fell into. Um, it included adultery and murder. But it didn't start out that way. I mean, up to this point, David was making pretty good choices, um, or a good guy, I mean, a good king, a good leader. And um, if you read, I think it's 2 Samuel chapter 11 is where um, David's great sin takes place. It starts with he's not, his army is out fighting, and he chose to stay home, where normally the kings back then, they would have been out on the battlefield. So uh, he shirked his regular mission, right? He abandoned his mission. And when he stays home, it's when he wakes up from this nap that he sees Bathsheba and then falls into that. And then he's trying to cover it up and that leads to murder. Now I'm not saying, (laughs) please don't think that I'm saying if you don't set up a schedule, you're going to all turn into murders. It's not what I'm saying, right? It's kind of extreme. But the whole reason that I'm telling this story is that, um, when we choose to live off mission, Mm. That is that does give the devil room to work, mm-hmm. and it's not going to lead into. Well, hopefully, it doesn't lead into all these terrible things. But just knowing that um, that the enemy does prowl, right? And so, giving ourselves and our kids a sense a sense of mission. Um, it doesn't have to be an extreme mission, but right. having a mission, right? And and teaching them like it's important to stay on mission, mm. like to live the yeah. mission that we have all collectively decided on, and. Um, yeah, so I think that's important. I hope that was not an extreme story. I wasn't no, in any no. way trying to convey <laughs> doom and destruction. No, but it's but, such a good point because it, it didn't happen overnight. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, a, oh, now I'm going to commit adultery and murder someone. Right. It, he he compromised on his responsibilities and you know, slowly over time, mm-hmm. this is what it, it leads to. And I don't know if... if folks have ever had the experience of you know like you get to the you have all these really good intentions at the beginning of the summer and then it's the beginning of August and you're like what did I accomplish <laughs> what did I do where I could have done all of these wonderful things and then you can fall into despair but even if even if it's small things that as a family you're committing to like every day we're gonna pray together mm-hmm like not a day of summer is gonna go by without us yeah. praying together we are always gonna go to mass on Sunday or mm-hmm. Saturday night that is a like no matter where we are if we're on vacation we're not compromising on that thing yeah um then you are you're you're doing a really good job that's a really good foundation and then growing from there like okay i'm going to to like how am i going to grow personal and this is for us i think as parents too right like that we need to have a sense of mission mm-hmm. as parents and as spouses um like how is our marriage going to grow yeah. this summer how are we going to spend some extra time um, focusing on that relationship. And then, like you said, like with family and our children having that that sense of purpose or mission, um, because it is so easy for us to compromise here or there. And then four hours later, you're watching another extreme makeover or whatever <laughs> show on on, um, on Netflix um, or Bluey. That is, that's been our, our latest what? show on 
on Disney Plus. I don't know why that just popped into my head. <laughs> it's such a cute show. But you can easily just go through a whole bunch of episodes of Bluey um, without even thinking about it. Not that I would know that. But <laughs> sorry. No, it's fine. I'm going to have to check this out. I have no idea. I'm so off of the radar with these things. Show. Yeah. But I, th- I do think, too, is um, even before we dive into electronics because i'm not saying it's bad i mean my husband yeah. and i were we were gonna fold laundry while we watched a movie the movie got watched the laundry <laughs> sat sat <laughs> it is still on our couch but we i mean it was good it was good and i'm not saying we should have done things differently but um i'm always a fan of even asking before we anybody starts screen time like did you get what you needed from me today mm. um you know and maybe your kids is like i need a hug or i want to play a game and you may be like, you know what? Fine, let's play a game and not do movies. Uh, but letting our children and our spouse have a voice, like, is there anything else that you need from me today? Mm-hmm. Uh, and because we don't, we definitely don't want to go through the summer not fulfilling the needs when we didn't even know that they yeah. were there. Yeah. And so, I don't know, that might just be a little tidbit of just no, asking. No, you're such a good mom. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, so I feel like this week I've done better, but maybe last week. <laughs> it's okay. We have we have our moments. Yeah. So I know in the beginning you were talking about um, like temperance mm-hmm. and this idea of balance because we do we do want to emphasize like there is a balance there there is a balance between rest and having the structure mm-hmm. and and mission, but like. How like let's define our terms. Like, what do we mean when we when we talk about the virtue of temperance? Sure. Well, I, the virtue of temperance is really about practicing self control. Okay. Helps you control your actions, your thoughts, your feelings. Um, people want to think of it as like in moderation, mm-hmm. uh, because we all know that too much of a good thing is a bad thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, sleep is good, but if you sleep too much, then you m- may be neglecting your responsibilities. Right. Exercise is good. If you don't exercise enough, your body's going to be weak. If you exercise too much, it's actually not good for you either. Right. Eating, we all need to eat. Um, if you eat too little, your body can't work. If you eat too much, you might get sick, right? So we all, I think, understand this idea of of temperance. With that, though, absolutely comes the work and the discipline of praying, right? So how do I find this balance in my life um, of work, play, rest, prayer, um, and so I think we'll post in um, the show notes that I made a little worksheet for kids. Like, what am I going to do for work, play, um, rest and prayer? I think those are the four things. But and and let them sort of explore like, yeah, I, I have responsibilities. Right. These are the things in my life mm-hmm. and relationships. Right. Um, that that I should be dedicating time to and teaching our kids to kind of go through that. It's also a really good teacher for ourselves. Like, OK, so I need to. Yeah to work on those things. But it's like finding that, finding that balance yeah. in your life. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. And growing in virtue, again, keeps, uh, I mean, it, it keeps Satan out of the playground, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It it helps us to be intentional in how we are growing in our relationship with God and our relationship with others. And if there is that sense of mission and intentionality, then that it makes it less likely that we can fall into those vices like yeah. sloth and yeah, all those other fun sins. Right. Right. <laughs> um, and one of the things I wanted to mention, just because um, a mom had mentioned this when I had asked, like, what would you want to hear about in a podcast? And they asked about um, prayer 
this is just something that worked for my family because I am terrible at having like all these celebrating all these different feast days because I'm not a planner. I'm not with details. I'm like, I missed that. It was yesterday. (laughs) So I'm really bad at doing all this. But one of the things that we did a few summers ago is we um, focused on our Marian consecration. Oh, nice. uh, That we were going to end it on um, the Feast of Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Nice. Which is great because we make caramel dessert every year when we sort of celebrate that. But for me, because I know how I work, if you're good at multiple days and celebrating, awesome. I know that I'm not. So one of the things that I was like, let's pick this one thing. Now it does have daily reading every day and daily prayer. So it helped give us that prayer time over the summer, but it was still towards this one Mm -hmm. mission. And now my kids are like, when do we get to have the caramel stuff? You know, because for me, I was like, I have to make a connection between dessert and holiness. Because I know I won't forget. Whatever it takes. Uh, But that was just one recommendation that I want to throw out to people who are like, how can I have a little bit more prayer time um, with my kids? But for me, that worked because it's not a whole bunch of different things. But one thing that that we work towards every day. Yeah, I like that. It seems like the word of this episode is intentionality. Like Mm -hmm. That really does make a lot of difference. If you you set out to have the intention to grow in holiness or to, um, yeah, to, to have the sense of, of purpose in your summer um, or to use your time well. It may not turn out the way that, that you plan. You may not go through like a Marian consecration perfectly, but to have that intention of, okay, each day we're going to we're going to try to strive for holiness just a little bit more yeah. while also having fun yeah. and resting well. Yeah, because play is important. Very. Yeah. Very. So again, just the four things that I think to focus on, like prayer. Um, oh my gosh, well, I drew a blank. Help <laughs> <laughs> me, Deanna. <laughs> so growing spiritually, prayer. Yes. So oh, feeding our minds, yep. feeding our bodies, taking care of our bodies. Mm-hmm. and um, Relationships. Relationships. Thank you. Very good. Did y'all get that? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> We'll do a recap in the notes. Yeah. But very good. Well, no, this is helpful. I'm ex- I'm excited. And I, I'm glad that we're at the beginning of the summer. We can set off with mission. And um, yeah. And again, even if you don't have children, all of these principles are really good to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you using your time well? What is the purpose of the next few months? Um, and even beyond summer, how are you growing um, as a disciple of Jesus in all seasons of life? Amen. Very good. Very good. So please join our Facebook group um, because we'd love to chat with you. Um, That'll help us to come up with other episodes, other conversations that would be helpful to others. Um, Visit the St. Philip Institute website, stphilipinstitute.org. You can see all of the wonderful things that the St. Philip Institute is doing um, beyond just this podcast, our family life, faith formation ministries, specifically for the Diocese of Tyler and uh, and beyond for anyone who's interested and yeah i think that's i think that's, that's it. about it yep all right should we pray absolutely cool. in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen good and gracious god thank you for the gift of you thank you for the gift of our faith um, we ask that you bless our summers that you help us to strive for holiness um, as individuals as families and um, to welcome in your presence into our, our daily lives. We ask these things in your name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.